You're listening to the Driven by Design Better Future podcast. I'm Mark Bergen, the founder of Driven by Design, and joining me is Kirsten Mann. Hi, Mark. How are you? Kirsten, look, I'm fantastic. Um, Listeners, we're so glad to be here. This is our first Now Awards collection for our third season. I can't believe we're in our third season. I know. It's it's, time has flown. But what's fantastic about the awards that we've started to see coming through is it feels like we have actually – like there's been a lot of change over the last three years. And I think the projects that we're going to discuss today just show how far we actually are moving into that better future. Yeah, and so listeners, we, we, we've chosen to change the format around a little bit. And so that we can help you to um, focus on the projects, we've actually decided that there's going to be six silver projects, there's three gold projects that are in there, and there's one project that takes out the ultimate uh, ultimate you know, selection for us in each each collection because we found with the 25 that we were actually looking at the viewing that people were having and it really after about 10 projects a lot of people were turning up so we're going okay you've given us a message we've used the analytics we're going to condense it down and give you even more focused information to fo- uh, to look at but Kirsten let's get into into our projects here I think the first project that we're going to go look at is um, a thing called the Lark Bottle. Now, so we'll we'll see in today's program that there's a lot of there's a common thing, right? And again, it's focusing on sustainability. But the Lark program is a really interesting one because you you'd go there and you see the site and you'll see um, images of bottles. You think, okay, another bottle that people have done, like you know, and the Keep Cup or something. It's another version of that. But what's fascinating is when you actually go and watch the video. Video, this is about how do you create a bottle that is self-sustaining in the sense it doesn't need to be washed, it purifies water, you don't need to do anything with it. It's quite extraordinary what they've achieved. Yeah, and so listeners, the idea behind the Lark bottle is that when you have any bottle that contains water, bacteria is going to grow mm-hmm. in it. And there's a way that municipal authorities or medical facilities deal with uh, with bacteria that's growing in containers, and that is that they use UV purification. What happens with the UVs, and this is a good thing to know yourself at home, if you go put a glass jar or a, or a water bottle out in the sun for less than 10 minutes, the UV just kills everything that's nasty in it, better than you can do by washing. Mm. And so the team at Lark have turned around and said, let's go use that same insight. We'll put an LED inside the, the cap of the bottle. In 60 seconds, you've actually got a purification of that water in there. And like that's just awesome. It's bizarre like you just think hold on so I don't have to wash the bottle ever and I'll always have pure water so I think actually you're going to find that you will need to wash the bottle now and then mm-hmm. okay so even if you're but got not a system, every couple days exactly so. right so you you don't have to wash it frequently but you also have confidence that the water that the water hasn't been growing something in it and that's a great thing because we know that you know original water bottles they were actually doing a lot of off-gassing so then we got to BPA free then we found out that there was things growing in the people's bottles. And so this is this is all the cycle about how we improve hygiene. And the team at Lark, they're going in at that. Let's give you a bottle that means that you never need to use a plastic single-use bottle again in your life. I, I think that's just a fantastic project. So to ultimately, at. it's reducing the number of bottles into being produced for the environment, right? That's right. And so where are we going to now, Mark? 
So, Kirsten, our next project is all about the foils that are on packaging, be that packaging uh, like the um, uh, plastic on top of yogurt, the plastic on top of butter, or the plastic that's on uh, a paper box that's so, uh, that's so basically on everything. <laughs> basically on lots of things, and yeah. and they're they're. they're terrible when it comes to recycling. Um, plastic foils are really hard to recycle because often they're um, joined in with some other part of the packaging. But um, this product here, Marine Tex, actually changes that because it's coming from uh, natural produce which is not um, petrochemical based, so it doesn't rely on oils. It's actually food grade and it also composts. So you can so turn it's around fully and it's biodegradable, fully, basically. Well, just not biodegradable. It's able to go in a single yeah. cycle through compost. Had we talked about this there, last, week, last time, <laughs> okay. didn't we? Yeah. And, and so I think what's really interesting when you go look at a problem like uh, a product like Marintex, it gets into the upstream side of the way that people are planning products mm -hmm. because we know that you know most people, they're saying, I want to do the right thing by the environment, but they don't know what are the new innovations in material science that's available to them. This one here is broken through. It's doing amazing things. It's going to take a little bit of time before it settles down into full-blown production, but we know that they've solved one of the big conundrums that you, you get when you're looking at, looking at packaging. So we're seeing a bit of theme coming through here, and I think you know we talked about reducing the number of bottles and then reducing the um, production of plastic, and now we're actually saying, well, okay, we've got the great bubble barrier. Now, this is what do you actually do with the problem when you have those plastics in the water? Okay, so this is actually uh, now solving a problem that's downstream. Mm. So that, um, listeners, what we're focusing on with the, the awards is we want to see what they're solving. We want to see how they're accelerating us to a better future. And we also want to understand the human moment. What do they solve there? This project here solves a very obvious human, mo human moment problem. We have a percentage of the, of the community who will buy a Lark bottle and won't use a single-use bottle. Mm -hmm. We have a, a percentage of the community who will actually go put their, their foils and their plastics in recycling bins, but then there's also a percentage that won't. And so what happens here with the Great Bubble Barrier, trying to solve that human behaviour which is still polluting part of our environment, is by using a bubble jet inside a water stream, it actually just floats the, the plastics that are in the waterway up to the surface and also, if they angle it properly, into a collection point. So basically you've got something that doesn't interfere with the environment, so fish, all fish of those... Fish can swim through it, who's, yeah. who hasn't had an aquarium with bubbles in it. Yeah, and so basically it's working within the environment to solve this problem, which yeah. is fascinating. And so often we put up mechanical barriers, mm. nets, um, screens, screens that, that turn around and interrupt uh, the, the marine life. This one will actually live in harmony with it by just using bubbles, and we know that dolphins will often use bubbles to corral fish. Some people actually took that behaviour and said, what happens if we did that to plastics that were waterborne? Well, there is the human moment, isn't it? It is. And, and so, you know, there's that... I think one of the things, and listeners, will go into some AI and um, expert system uh, projects in, in future series... But one of the big differences between artificial intelligence and, and all of that computer-based learning is that humans ask why. Mm. Why is this a problem? How do we fix this? They're the sorts of things that humans are still needed to go solve and we will be for a long time. It's great to go see the Great Bubble Barrier addressing that and coming up with such an elegant solution. 
Now, what we're going to do, listeners, before we get to the final one, I'm going to actually just give you a bit of a rundown of the six silver projects. The six uh, silver projects are the Panacast from uh, Jabra. This is a fantastic example of how video conferencing is evolving. New generations of equipment all the time. It's great to go see the race that's on in these mid-tier companies. The next one is the offcut from these companies. Offcut's batting gloves from Grey Nichols. It's fantastic when you see people who are using scraps from their other production to go and actually create a product and also come up with a unique product. The Philips Pico Max from Philips and Sereno Innovations SA. You know, mini projectors are a category which has tried to come through. Philips did this in a very interesting way with their partners. They turned around and they've had the first production run funded through a Kickstarter process. It shows the way that products are being brought to market as evolving as much as the sustainability of the eco design that's in there. Patrick Roger Boutique in Paris. Um, this was Pascal Grasso who did the um, interior design for, uh, for Patrick here. Both of them are incredible artists. And, you know, the stores that Patrick Roger does are always, they're like galleries in their own right. I do recommend you do three things. One is you look at it on the site. The other one is that you turn around and actually go visit and, most important, buy some of these fantastic chocolates. Karen Blixen Plaids is based in Copenhagen. Copenhagen, because they've got so many bikes, now have a challenge of where do they go store the bikes. And this is a fantastic uh, solution that's been done for the Danish Building and Property Agency by AP Miller Fonden. Again, elegance and graceful execution solving urban and human problems. The Exploratorium self-made exhibition marketing campaign done for the Exploratorium in San Francisco and the Collins Group. You know, Collins just know how to go and make something pop off a page and you've got to go think of the source material they've got there. Our worthy sixth silver winner in Now Awards Collection 21. So far we've gone through nine projects, but there's nine plus one and the plus one that we're looking at here is a project that just blows my mind Well, it's away. got to be something special. To get the platinum or black, we're still kind of arguing what the award is actually called, but it's every bottle back initiative. So we've talked about producing the, um, the bottles or reduce, reducing the number of bottles being produced. We've talked about how do you reduce the number of plastics and things being produced. What do you do when the plastic has been produced? Then this initiative strikes at a totally different angle again. Okay, so listeners, there's a, there's a bit of a theory that I've got for a better future. It's really good that we've got Lark bottles there because that's actually an alternate supply for people. They don't have to use single-use um, plastics. It's really good that we've got marine text there because that's a way that we can actually also have compostable, non-petroleum-based plastics that are in the environment. It's really good that we've got the bubble system. But we have to go deal with the elephant in the room, which is the 80% that isn't going to be captured by those things. And that starts off with single-use drinking bottles. And what's great to see is this project that we're looking at is the American Beverage Association mm -hmm. with Coca-Cola, Pepsi and Curry, or Dr Pepper. And they're turning around there saying, we're going to make sure that every bottle is a non-single-use bottle that has been captured. So the fascinating thing here, and this is what you talk about on, is 
trillion dollar impact. Yep, listeners, this is a trillion dollar play. This because the Lark bottle is going to be a million to billion dollar play. The uh, marine tech and the bubble, that's actually affecting the billion dollar play. This gets in at a trillion dollar level and it's actually at that top level that we then start to see that we've got macro change all around, in this case, the United States. But then that's also going to, because of the way integrated supply chains work, will mean that will affect India, it will affect Pakistan, China, it'll affect all the way through Europe, through South America. I think that picks up Australia, has to be picked up in there, and Antarctica will all of the stuff that's coming into Antarctica is covered from those other, other domains. So let's, let's talk about the actual concept initiative, what they've done, which is so different. So one of the problems when you go to do a macro play is that not everybody is on a level playing field. So I want to take you down to thinking about um, single-use coffee cups in a neighbourhood. So there's some people who decide to go use slightly more expensive cups because they're fully compostable. They now have a price differential on their supply. Profit is then eaten away. But if there was a local law that said everybody has to go use those compostable cups, we now have a level playing field. And that's what's actually come in here is where the industry as, at a macro level is saying, we're going to make sure that every bottle is recycled. See, and so straight away, that's the different dynamic here, isn't it? That it's taken an industry level to come in and define it and say, okay, these guys aren't going to sort it out themselves. How do we actually do make it a level playing field? For and this is a little here? bit of a cross-promotion for one of our other podcast streams that we've got listeners, which is the Made for People stream. Mara Pacini, the Chief Design Officer of PepsiCo, is in there. And we'll put a link in to, uh, for that podcast here in the show notes. But Mara said, well, actually, PepsiCo are actually in the food business and not in the packaging business. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a key thing that we, that we focus on, which is that they are in the process of making food. They happen to use packaging. They don't need to use packaging. And earlier um, in in the awards program, we went and we awarded a stainless steel, particularly for ice cream and for mm-hmm. yogurts, a reusable packaging pro- project that was in there. In the case of beverages, they're often in uh, plastic, clear plastic bottles. And one of the things that they need to do as an industry is they need to create a cycle that will give them clear plastic that's coming back in Mm. because that's very expensive through current collection methods. So by making an industry-wide collection system, it's actually a level playing field. We can get this thing solved and that's why they've taken out our top prize. We're solving a wicked problem. Well, and they're dealing with the human moment, which Mm. is the human moment is that we know that people will go for the least cost route and what we need to do is level the cost base. Mm. We need to accelerate to a better future, which it's doing by actually saying, well, we're going to get the recycling in place so that we've then got the returnable packaging uh, process going. And more importantly, it's a sustainable model because it's not only going... That plastic's not only going into other beverage containers, but it's also going into other plastic products because within 30 years, we're going to be looking at petroleum and we're going to be saying... Petroleum needs to be conserved. It's a, a scarce resource, right? Because it's yeah. a scarce resource. Yeah. So, they're, so they're getting into that conservation side as well mm. by decreasing the amount that we're using and by using it multiple times, we're then extending its life cycle. It's, I think it's a worthy project. Well, listeners, it's always a lot of fun to go do a NOW Awards because we go see projects that actually astound us. Yep. And by talking about them, we hope that we're expanding out your understanding of how we're accelerating to a better future. Kirsten, 
thank you for being on this podcast with me. Always, Mark. A pleasure. Now, there's some other podcasts that people can hear. Your particular one that you're pushing at the moment is... It's made for people. Well, listeners, we're going to make sure that the links are in there. Kirsten's done some fantastic interviews uh, where she's gone. She's spoken to product experts. Yeah, product leaders and, you know, basically leadership people as well, like people who are doing exemplary leadership across the industry and kind of getting tips, insights, you know, how are people doing this well? That's what we want to know, right? Well... All I can say is we encourage you to accelerate to a better future. I'm going to just be banging on about that all year. Thank you for your time listening to us. We'll be back in a month's time with another Now Collection. Enjoy the month ahead.